Is that a shadow? Or is someone really there? Do you feel like you're not alone? Well, we all have times when we feel things around us are amiss. It's those times we need to take pause and examine these events closer. You are now in Paranormal Timeout with your hosts, Alex and Ashley. So the countdown is on. Halloween <laughs> is next weekend. I know. It's so, it's what, 10, 11 days away? It, oh, man, this month went by super mm-hmm. fast. But not fast enough. Well, and we've done a lot of fun things with the kids. Yeah. We took them to something called haunt a ween And that was a drive-thru in LA. And the kids got a bunch of candy. Yes, like a whole freaking bag full of candy. Yeah, I know. We definitely got our money's worth going there, I think. I was glad there was a lot of candy. Yes. And then we just went to Castle Park. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And Lyric went through her first haunted maze. Yes, her little first haunted house maze. And she was she was fine at first, acting like it was nothing. But yeah. then that one clown or something that ran up got her. She was like, okay, that one got me. Because she <laughs> screamed high-pitched style. Did she? Yes. And I was like, and I jumped because she scared me with her scream. And I'm laughing so hard, the back of my head hurt. <laughs> I well, we actually did. We took video, um, mm-hmm. and it'll be up on my husband's YouTube page. When I was editing, I thought I heard a scream, but I wasn't sure if it was her or not. So I guess you'll have to watch it yeah. and let me know if that was her. It probably was. If it was really high pitched, it was her. Maybe it was, <laughs> and it was when some like ghost bride ran up to her. I think. Oh, maybe it was something I couldn't tell because there was stuff on the left, stuff on the right coming up all at yeah. once, and I'm like, ah! it was like in the fog. Yeah, when in you're the walking fog. in yeah. the lasers. And yeah, that's stuff. where she screamed. Yeah, yeah, it was that 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 ghost lady or who whatever she was. But... She liked she liked the part there was I guess a witch or something on the ground making like in a circle of uh, candles doing something. She liked that. She's like, oh, I like that witch. <laughs> Oh, better be careful. I know, right? I'm going to come home and there's pentagrams all over the walls. Well, I remember what she did when she was three. Yeah. Seven days. <laughs> I'm waiting for her to just wake up in the middle of the night and look at me and do that. Just stare at you. Because <laughs> she will. She talks in her sleep. Sometimes she sits right up and she turns and looks at me and what? says stuff. And I'm like, go back to bed. Okay. <laughs> just... Wow. That yeah, would freak me She talks in her sleep out. a lot, too. So we're going to talk about some of our favorite ghost stories this week. And you and I, we follow along with, Mm -hmm. you know, the movies about Ed and Lorraine Warren. And Mm -hmm. they're basically the pioneers of ghost hunters, paranormal investigators, because they were the first that actually came out and went on talk shows and publicized that there are ghosts out there and Mm -hmm. this is what they do and, you know, demons and all that stuff. And so I was watching a documentary about them on the Travel Channel, Mm -hmm. and they mentioned one of their um, investigations, which was back in 1974, and it was in Bridgeport, Connecticut, Mm -hmm. on Lindley Street, Mm -hmm. which is basically 
the most documented scariest thing that's ever happened in Connecticut. And it happened in a small bungalow style home, which was owned by the Goodwins. They reported being under attack by otherworldly forces Mm -hmm. that were allegedly responsible for moving furniture, breaking windows, levitating objects, making a cat talk, and generally terrifying everyone who stepped foot in the house. Mm. Reports were coming out about this house because they actually called the police and they called firefighters. So then news reporters showed up, priests, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, paranormal investigators like Ed and Lorraine Warren and like thousands of people gathered in the street to try Mm -hmm to get a glimpse of the unexplained phenomenon that was happening inside this house. So they called the cops. They mm-hmm. called the, the fire department. Right. They come, and even the police officers and firefighters who are reliable witnesses actually reported experiencing some of the unusual activity inside the house. Right. They saw a couch move. They saw chairs moving across the floor tables and a refrigerator levitating Mm -mm. paintings and a crucifix falling off the walls and even knives flying through the air oh hell no could you imagine Mm -hmm. walking into something like that (laughs) like hey we're choo choo i'm out (laughs) well and they also heard a lot of weird audio Mm -hmm. you know like voices um they heard knocks banging and sam the family cat allegedly said a number of things saying like he the cat said jingle bells and bye bye <laughs> what <Whoa. laughs> you, um, your cat at home saying hi <laughs> uh, yeah I, it, that would remind me of that movie called the voices oh that's his the movie with the voices i think i talked about it before had ryan um the hot guy ryan gosling ryan no, reynolds ryan reynolds yeah, the voices, I think I talked about it before, but his animals were talking to him. Oh. Like normal conversations. Like, so that just pops in my head, like. Well, and <laughs> apparently the the decorative swans that they had in their front yard were also making unearthly sounds. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean. it's not funny, but I mean, that's just like so hard to like just see these figures and all of a sudden they start well, like, making these noises. Well, the, and the stories that you Jesus. hear come out of that house, you're like, oh, this is a joke. But right. you had firefighters, police officers saying they saw these things. Right. I mean, what did they have to gain? Mm-hmm. And they kind of blame a lot of it around their adopted daughter, 10-year-old adopted daughter. They basically classified this as a classic poltergeist haunting because witnesses reported uh, many of the odd events would happen when the young girl was around. A large Mm -hmm. number also occurred when she was either in another room or even when she wasn't in the house. Although the events came to head in 1974, odd things had been happening since the Goodwins adopted Marsha in 1968. And it increased in frequency and intensity in 1971. Hmm. A year later was the first time the family officially called authorities. And it's because they heard rhythmic pounding and they heard it at night. 
in the house. Mm -hmm. After that, more unusual events started happening with doors opening and closing themselves, as well as items being found in random places Mm -hmm. around the house. The family repeatedly called in the police to search for a cause. Mm -hmm. Like, was someone coming in and messing with things? What was going on? But nothing definitive was ever discovered. Hmm. So then that's when, in 1974, they reached out to the Warrens. Of course, had police come in. Mm -hmm. And they had police officers staked outside of the house. Mm To make sure that no one was coming in. I mean, just crazy stuff was constantly happening. Even Mm -hmm. TVs were tipping over. Dressers were moving. Window shades were being rolled up and down. Wall shelves were pulling out of the wall. And it's like there was constantly something happening in this house. And they had no clue why it was happening. Right. They probably just figured like... Like, that's why they call the cops and everything. Like, there's someone in here. There's someone messing with us. Like, right. And I mean, (laughs) and it, there was so much going on that local and national press started covering what was going on there. Mm. Like we said, large and curious crowds were regularly gathering outside of the house. Mm -hmm. At one point, a neighbor tried to dispel the dark spirits in their own fashion, attempting to set the house on fire. Yeah. A few weeks into the investigation, a police officer witnessed the young girl attempting to tip over a TV with her foot when she thought no one was watching. Hmm. Being caught in the act, she soon confessed that she was responsible for all of the activities in the house and explained how she had done it all. The event was soon declared a hoax by the relieved police who ended the official investigation Although questions remained as to how Marsha had been able to do some of the things mm-hmm. that she did and what people witnessed, when, especially when she was in another room, the majority of the investigators and press and curious crowds all went away. Back in the day, if you watch news reports with Ed and Lorraine Warren discussing it, mm-hmm. they would tell you that it was a demon right. that was that actually was in the house and uh, they they wanted a priest to come out and do an exorcism of the house but they just refused who refused the priest refused to come they or? they just yeah they refused and then so when ed and lorraine warren mm-hmm. actually went on tv and you know started talking about it then the vatican i believe got oh, okay. involved so then well, they maybe sent... because they thought it was a hoax or something it was just like, right you know i mean what? yeah gonna... a priest isn't just gonna show just up just no. to show up yeah he's and then they're not just gonna say no if they really think it's you know something yeah going on. they'd show up exactly wow. so when when marcia admitted to being the cause of the events and apologized for her role The strange happenings actually continued to occur in the house for weeks. Mm. But eventually the activity did stop and life went back to normal. Now, more than 40 years later, what exactly happened is still disputed. Some say it was all a hoax and others who were there and allegedly saw the unusual things happen when that girl wasn't around Mm -hmm. weren't so convinced that it was all faked. One thing is for sure, though, that it's one of the most interesting 
and famous hauntings in Connecticut history. And I think it's one of, I think it might actually be one of the uh, investigations that put them on the map. Right. Although I think Annabelle happened before this. Mm-hmm. I believe but so. But it, it was one that they gained a lot of exposure for, for doing this. I don't know. I If you read more about what happened there, it just... It seems like the police chief at the time wanted everything to, like, go away. Yeah. So he basically said, oh, this is a hoax. But why would police officers claim that they saw something when that girl wasn't around? How could she move a refrigerator? Right. A refrigerator. Exactly. Yeah, no. How could she move and levitate... Some of the things that they described. There's there's no way that a 10-year-old could do that. Yeah, so, there had to have been something. But if these people did see it, unless, you know, a lot of people who experience those things don't, don't want to go out and be like, oh, yeah, we saw it too, and da-da-da-da-da, you know. Right. But, I mean, the house is still there right. on Lindley Street. Ooh. Obviously, don't go there because yeah, people, go. people live there, so yes. you don't want to <laughs> disturb them. But... As a skeptic, okay, how did things stop? Right. So is it something that she, maybe she did do something and what they saw wasn't actually real? I mean, I I don't know. It's like, how how do you dispute what people saw with their own eyes? But then why, why did it stop? Yeah, exactly. So did it say that it stopped when they moved out? No, they, they still lived there. Oh, okay. It just, it stopped after all of the media attention. Um, A few Hmm. weeks went by and stuff was still happening, but then eventually things just stopped. After she said, oh yeah, I did it. It was a hoax. Unless she was pressured into saying that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't see how a 10-year-old can do some of the stuff that was happening. And can the 10-year-old make a cat talk? Right. I mean, yeah. it let, like, did she back in that day have a recording and right when the cat opened its mouth, like press play? like, <laughs> Or was she like a ventriloquist? And, right. And just and, through her voice or like yeah. she's 10, though. Yeah. I, I honestly don't things. know what I think about this. Yeah. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. But it that's why a lot of people think that what the Warrens did was a hoax. Right. That a lot of the investigations they conducted I'm curious by this because it's like, did it really happen? Did it not happen? Yeah. So I don't know if they, I think a lot of the times they would get some kind of bad rep because they would go and they would do these things and they would Mm -hmm. see them. And then maybe these people were coaxed or coaxed, however you say it, um, into saying it was a hoax. So the media attention would stop and the focus would be off of them. But then you're making these people look bad that came in to actually help you well yeah because remember we talked about it um Mm -hmm. a while ago the enfield poltergeist case and that was a hoax Mm -hmm. i don't know but i just think when you have credible witnesses Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to how can it say it's a hoax yeah exactly what they saw all these people are seeing different things and it's especially they saw things when she was in another room right so how could she do it when she was another in another room exactly again how could she move a refrigerator? Right. She couldn't pull that. Right. Like, even the fridges back then were still heavy. I mean, you... What? Like, yeah, that... 
it's definitely very interesting to me mm-hmm. and but then the skeptic in me is like okay but then why did it all stop exactly and you Something said to this happened. day it's still the house is still there the uh, house is still other there. people live there now. yes yes i wonder if they did it ever say that they reported anything um i don't believe anyone else has ever reported mm. anything there it might have been just something attached to that girl if all of this is not a hoax and all these things happen it might have been something attached to her because well, you said she was an adoptive daughter, right? She was right? adopted, yes. So it might have something maybe been in her background that carried through to her or unless she had telekinesis and she can move things with her mind. Yeah, I don't like Carrie. know. Like the movie Carrie? Right. You've seen it, right? I No. <laughs> but I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, but she had telekinesis. People have telekinesis, so maybe, you know, and back in that day, just say, just say, devil's advocate here say she had telekinesis okay back in that day 10 years old they probably thought she was crazy has that been proven that people actually do have that mm-hmm. i believe so now carrie is just a movie freaky movie but it's been known for people to have done that i don't think it's very popular i think even with the telekinesis thing people You'll have to prove that to me yeah people would skeptic, say so. people would say oh there's no way although you have some sort of gift where you think of someone and they call you yeah yeah i can think of someone so or is they that call like me. a power of suggestion or what would you call <sighs> that i don't know i don't know if it could be just coincidence people might say or uh, certain forms of psychic abilities people can say oh you know the phone will ring you can get on there and be like oh tell your mom that i'll be there in 10 minutes well how'd mm-hmm. you know it was mom like maybe it's just like i don't know but intuition I, yeah intuition maybe know. but i i've been known to know who was calling know who texted me there's been times in my dream that i can focus on someone mm-hmm. and they will contact me really mm-hmm. so you never know it could just be power of the mind somehow or cuz how can that happen i mean i don't know i don't know if we've ever talked about this on the show and this might be going in a different direction off topic but we, we've talked plenty of times about <laughs> you mm-hmm. um, as a kid able to see ghosts right. actually playing with a, a ghost, mm-hmm. a ghost uh, of a boy. Does your daughter have abilities? Um, I think we have talked about it before. She hasn't really said she has. Mm-hmm. Um, she does say that she feels like people are watching her a lot, like when she's at grandma's or my house. She does feel like she's being watched. She does. Yeah, she doesn't feel scared, but she feels like there's other things there. Like, she she just feels like she's being watched. Do you think she would be too afraid to let that in if she does have the ability? I think so. Like your sister, because your sister Mm -hmm. was afraid. Yeah, my sister was scared of it and never would really mention anything until she got way older. So she had always, I think, sensed things her whole life, too, but trying to ignore it. Right, where you have embraced it it Mm -hmm. your whole life. I was never scared of it. I mean, some of it can get scary because sometimes you can feel a certain scary presence. Yeah. Because I have felt one one time when I was younger and it was so scary that, you know, like in a scary movie or something, you get that tingle that is not a good feeling. Mm-hmm. I had that feeling. I've always had the feelings. I've always sensed things, had dead people walk through you, um, seen them, talk to them. It's a little bit different now that I'm older, but right. still sense things. Yeah. Yeah, I always wondered um, if you passed it on to your daughter. You never know. It could skip certain eras or... Because your mom doesn't, right? She does, but I think she just senses people there. Okay. 
I don't know if she's actually seen yeah. people or not, but I know she senses them. Okay. You know, just like me and my sister have different like abilities. Right. So I don't know. We'll see if my daughter gets older. She might not be scared and maybe it'll happen. Be open-minded mm-hmm. to it. All right. Yeah, because I know um, we tried to go to a cemetery with her over the weekend. <laughs> and when I told her you were touched at that cemetery, she's like, um, nope. Yeah, because at first go. she was like, okay. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, that's the one that she was touched. She's like, no. <laughs> i guess mind. i shouldn't have said that yeah and she doesn't like things really really dark either so and it would have been dark yeah it would have been really dark so moving on from that it's just very interesting ghost story yeah and, and definitely and what was this house called it would it, did it have a name called, or just on Lindley street it, it's just Lindley street and it was in bridgeport connecticut if you want to read more about it you okay. can just google it and there's lots of articles mm-hmm. about it there's there's a lot that they were involved in oh they so, were involved so in many like stories basically all of the big mm-hmm. the big major ones that got media attention yeah, like because they amityville yes that one was freaky as hell uh, of course annabelle's huge and then mm-hmm. the conjuring house they yes. did the conjuring house mm-hmm. which actually when they did the conjuring house and they tried to conjure they did a seance and when they were in the middle of that mm-hmm. and the woman of the house got possessed the husband kicked the warrens out and i don't think they ever found out what actually was there jeez which one was this that's the conjuring conjuring one okay i know that the people that own the conjuring house now they open it up to paranormal investigators that would be amazing to go to i would definitely like to go there we eventually have to start traveling oh yeah we need to do a little travel channel of our own (laughs) that would be so amazing going i mean there's so much here in southern california Mm -hmm. but i think it would just be so cool to just go on a road trip oh yeah definitely especially like to the midwest and that area Mm -hmm. there's a lot of haunted stuff going on out there right you know i mean i know connecticut is more east but was there also that one uh based on the haunting of connecticut like the movie or that be something that might be something totally different. Huh? I don't know. That might just be a made up movie. But it was scary as shit because I thought they said they had based that one off of. I don't know if it was Ed and Lorraine though, but it was the Snedeker House. If you get a chance, watch that movie. Oh yeah, because that's that's Where one it was of a mortuary their, before. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. one of their other. Mm-hmm. One of their other ones, and that one yeah was very interesting as well. That one's like one of my other favorite scary movies. The part two was okay, but this one was pretty scary. If you've never seen it, it's about they move into a mortuary, mm-hmm. and I don't remember. I oh. it sounds familiar. I might it's have really, seen it. It was I really good. I don't honestly remember. Mm-hmm. I thought that one was based on it because they always did things like, in that area. Because that's where they're right. from, yeah. So that's why that reminded me of that. I'm like, wait, is this the same house? And then I was like, no, because the hunting in Connecticut had to do with a, uh, an old mortuary. Right. Continuing on with what we've done in, in previous episodes mm-hmm. this month, then we might actually continue it because you have no shortage <laughs> of <laughs> scary, scary movie reviews yes, because you watch them mm-hmm. constantly. Yeah, I mean, even, even on at Christmas, I was just going to say Christmas time. <laughs> you're watching Black scary Christmas, movie. Bloody Christmas, Silent Gremlins, because Gre- Gremlins is Gremlins. more of a Christmas movie. than Yeah, it's how, more of a Christmas because they were actually I, I texted you the other day <laughs> because it was on Freeform. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, this is a Christmas movie. This is mm-hmm. a Halloween it's movie. Crazy. It's still it's still uh, very interesting. I love, <laughs> I love the little Gremlins. <laughs> So favorites. what movie are you reviewing this week? Um, I did see actually two. I'll do a quick one. Um, 
family members, please. Ashley got me hooked on this, the Hubie Halloween. That was so cute with Adam Sandler and <laughs> yeah, his whole family really in it. Cute. That's a cute family one. Kind of family. I mean, it's a little, there's some things in there that I was like, whoa, that's adult. Yeah. <laughs> but it was super cute. That's on Netflix. So I would give that one five. Five stars out of five. Because it um, was cute and funny. It was really cute and funny. It's it's yes. it's the type of movie you want to nice watch. Humor. Yeah. yeah. It was really, really cute. Yeah. If you still want to see like Halloween-y stuff, but laugh, that was a good one to watch. Yeah. Uh, but the one I saw was actually on Shudder. And I do um, subscribe to that because it does have a lot of Halloween stuff coming out. And it's called... Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. I hit the microphone. It's called um, Mortuary Collection. Oh. And it's a whole bunch of tales. So it's a whole bunch of different stories, like three or four stories into one movie. Uh-huh. And it was actually really good. It was actually... The, the stories were scary. They were very creepy. I think it was three or four stories. One of the stories, you're like, whoa, I didn't see that happening. It's basically this guy who ran a mortuary. Uh And this girl came in for a help wanted sign. Yeah. And he told her stories. Oh. And then at the end, she told her own story. And then you have to see how that turned out. Oh. Needless to say, she's the new owner of the mortuary. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. It was really good. What do you give it? I would give that one five. Oh, five, five stars. Five. I liked it. If it was all these different stories, mm-hmm. they were all interconnected. No, they weren't. They weren't um, connected at all. Not the stories at all. So How it long wasn't, was it? I think it was like an hour and a half, hour and 20 minutes. But it was um, three or four different stories. This is mortuary guy was telling this girl that came in to get a job. She was okay, like, okay, tell it. me a story about this. And so she, he told her one story and she was like, uh, that one was all right. And he was like, what? So he told her another story. Got it. And then okay. she was like, oh, well, that one was a little bit better, you know? So he was trying to try, kind of trying to scare her to see if she would fit in. But he was telling this certain girl stories because she was in the last story that she told him. So basically the mortuary guy was paying for his sins by being the owner so at the end she had to pay for hers until a new mortuary person came along oh mm-hmm. so it was pretty good i liked it did this scare you hmm there was a couple of jump scares yeah so i mean i wasn't really scared but the stories were really good i mean they had a nice spooky feel to wear and like the last one i said was a twist so alex recommends the mortuary yeah the mortuary collection and that shutter. was on a shutter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, <laughs> we both watched Bly Manor, Haunting of yes. Bly Manor. And there's a lot of mixed reviews. About, yeah, there was. About there was. Mm. Now, of course, it wasn't as scary no. as, as number one. Mm-mm. But there were some. Oh, yeah. There was some scary parts. Yeah. There was some. Because uh, I kept trying to figure out. Well, I don't want to give out spoilers. Well, yeah. Oh, no, I mean, I'll give out spoilers. Like, I kept trying to figure out about the boyfriend, why <laughs> his eyes were lit up like that. Uh-huh. And then I was like, oh, because that's the last thing she kind of saw. And I was like, oh. Right. Well, yeah. and then I think the main jump scare mm-hmm. was when uh, the lake lady came out of mm-hmm. nowhere. and Oh, yeah. She would just come out of nowhere. Yeah, that was. That yeah, was I liked her. Freaky. Mm-hmm. There but, was there was a lot of jump scares, like every time she'd look in the mirror or, you know, it was just, it was very, I mean, it was good. Uh-huh. I wasn't scared. It was more like 
we were saying together is more like of a love story. A love story. Um, which was, so it was kind of scary in a way, but also very sad. I oh, thought it was sad. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it was really sad. Mm-hmm. And then I heard reviews of people saying that it ended too happy. I don't think it ended happy I don't, at all. I see what part they're talking about. It did, it didn't end in a happy way, but it was sad and happy. So I don't think it was like, oh, that was just such a happy ending. They lived happily ever after. It was still, it was sad. But they didn't live happily yeah. ever after because she was still alive and her lover Right, was right. That part they didn't. Gone. I think maybe they meant the kids did. I actually didn't get till the end that mm-hmm. that was Flora and... Yeah. and the, the Her family. brother mm-hmm. and... Yeah. And like, the dad and yeah. But I knew... From the beginning that there was some sort of connection mm-hmm. between the two British people that were talking in, mm-hmm. at, at the first episode. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something going yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, of course, at the end, it it makes it sense. It kind of pieces and everything together more. Like, wow, mm-hmm. okay. Aww. Yeah. I think people were disappointed because they were expecting what happened in the first season. But yeah. it's like, it's different. It's a different story. Yeah, it's story. totally different, different story, but... Yeah, I was expecting actually a little bit more because the first, the Haunted of Hill House, or Haunted of Hill House, right? Yeah. yeah. I always want to say the house on Haunted Hill. <laughs> but that one, to me, was so good. Mm-hmm. You know, it was scary. It had all these twists and turns. It had all these jump scares and everything. So I guess a lot of people probably felt like that, too. Like, this one was something totally different, and they were expecting probably, like, the same kind of stuff going on in the first season. Yeah. But but it was completely different. So right. I mean, it was good, but it just was sad. Well, we hope you enjoyed the scary stories that we told this week and about the movies. So go watch all the ones that we said to watch because they are <laughs> scary and you'll have a lot of fun watching them. And after you watch them, you're going to have to have pleasant nightmares. <laughs>